Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance podcast by Gabi Abdelkadir. Today, I have an incredible guest for you. Um, I have seen him speak twice, and uh, I cannot tell you I was dying to get him into my podcast and to, to interview him. He is amazing, and he is young, and but incredible. So this is episode 109, and this is uh, my guest today is Kirk. Jimenez. Did I say yes. it right? Yeah. It's so, Kirk Jimenez. Kirk Jimenez? Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's, it's Jimenez, but with a G. I misspelled it, and that, that tri- trips up a lot of people, but that's okay. So Kirk Jimenez? Yes. Okay. So Kirk is the founder and host of Sizzle TV, you can see it there, a new smart TV platform that focuses on making TV in English, yes, for the Latino, brown, and black communities. God only knows, do we need that, people. Kirk is a network anchor formerly with ESPN and SNY, two-time Emmy winner, TV host, and executive producer. He is the founder of Sizzle TV, and he will be sharing with you his 2022 media deck which will be listed. I will be sharing his bio on all his lists and social media links so you can get in touch with him should you be interested to be interviewed, to be on his show. I'll be posting it both on Podbean and on my YouTube channel. So do get in touch with him. This does not give you any credit. It's very short. Let's get to you. Welcome to my podcast. Gabby, thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for an amazing intro. intro. That's, uh, that's incredible. So I much appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, so tell our listeners. I have heard you twice. So tell our listeners, who is Kirk? Well, um, I'm the founder of Sizzle TV, which is a free app on Roku and Amazon Fire TV. And like you said, we make uh, TV and lifestyle and entertaining and uplifting and positive content uh, for specifically for Latinos, like I said, in English and representing all black and brown. Uh, faces and communities, uh, because that's our goal. Our goal is to uplift them, represent them, and because let's face it, regular media doesn't really care about most of our stories, but but I do. I have a passion for it. It's it's like my superpower, um, and so I use my 25 plus years of experience uh, in front of the camera and a couple more years of that uh, behind the camera um, to uh, interview people like you, and and I give them a full blown standalone episode. Sizzle TV right now. We don't have a show you become the show. So let's say I interview you, Gabby, about your book. The, um, you get your own individual episode on Sizzle TV. We talk about your book regarding discrimination. And then we give you your own thumbnail, your own headline. Um, and what I do is I, I give you an intro of uh, a video montage, uh, graphics montage of, of what you do, who you are, and, what, and, and, er- and everything that's amazing about you. And then I welcome you in on, on the interview. Um, so it's, it's high production, it's fun. Um, I, I like to call it a podcast on, on steroids um, for, minority, <laughs> for minorities. But listen, I, I have lots of fun on there. Um, I work with Disney, Disney. We have Disney content on there, Universal Orlando. So there's lots of fun stuff and some travel stuff as well. Um, but uh, the, um, the heart of the matter is lifestyle, entertainment, entertainment, innovation, um, inspiration and motivation for, for Latinos and for black and brown people. Because there's so many of us, like yourself, Gabby, we're doing so many amazing things out there, uh, only in America, but across the world. Um, and you know, we need a spotlight for that, and we need we need to be reflected, and we need 
true representation um, as to what we're doing, what our communities are doing, the people in the communities, amazing businesses in the community, meeting the small businesses that are doing super cool, amazing things from tech to fashion to you name it. Um, yeah. And so that, that's, that's what the, the, uh, the network's all about. Um, it's free, like I said, so you can download it, just do a search in Roku and Amazon Fire, but we're also simulcast on binge networks. So that's B-I-N-G-E, and that's on every other platform out there, including, including Apple TV. And I, I, you know, I just spoke to someone in South Africa, they're watching on binge networks. I have uh, people in Argentina, Argentina, vive, buenas. Uh, Argentina, they're, they're, uh, they're watching on Roku or Amazon Fire TV. Um, so uh, we have an international you know, viewership already, um, but it's, it's just you know, me having fun making TV for, for people like you and me, you know, um, uplifting and, 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 and everything's you know, between, 10, between 2 to 10, 15 minutes because nobody really watches a show anymore. So it's, it's easily digestible um, you know, according to people's uh, viewers and, and viewers' habits because we all do that. We all like to hop around. Ah, oh, this thing's blah, blah, hop around to the next thing. And that's what it is. You know, it's a place to where you can surf, uh, surf the internet, if you will, and jump around and, and, and hopefully find something that speaks to you directly. That inspires you, absolutely. But my question would be, how did you get into this? How did you get into the Oof, TV world? Okay. Was um, it your dream as growing up? No, it was not. I was a, I was a Venezuelan immigrant in Miami, um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I, did, I did know I had a dream of going to the University of Miami. Um, and when I got there, they made me pick a major in my, in my, uh, after my sophomore year, obviously. And I, they have a great broadcast journalism school, Go Canes. Um, and uh, when I was walking by the building one day, they had a big sign, audition for a new sports show. And I said, you know, I like sports. Let me just go in and audition for this. You had to write your own script. And I auditioned and the, uh, the head of the program was a former CNN producer and also a CNN, um, there was also a CNN, the first female CNN anchor in the history of CNN. She was part of the program as well. And they saw me and they said, wow, you're a natural, you've got the job, you know, you're going to be our main anchor uh, for the University of Miami uh, sportscast, graduated um, and then uh, worked five years behind the scenes working from midnight to 9 a.m. to 10 a.m as a producer behind the scenes, still trying to, you know, get my dream of, of telling a story with video medium, because that's really what sports is and, and journalism is, broadcast journalism is telling a story through the video medium. And it took me a long time to get on, on camera. Once I did, um, within a couple of years, I got an audition tape. I got, a, I got, a, got an agent and they got me an audition for uh, ESPN. And this was back in 2003, I auditioned and immediately got it. And back then, there were no Hispanics speaking English on, on ESPN, I was the first. Um, so, you know, I'm a bit of a trailblazer, forgotten trailblazer, pioneer. Um, I would speak a little Spanish on the air um, and I would represent, you know, any, any Hispanic baseball player. If, uh, if David Ortiz, he used to play back then for the Boston Red Sox, hit a home run, Ariel Dominicano, he was Dominican. <laughs> if uh, Miguel Cabrera, who is Venezuelan, where I'm from, had a home run, Ariel Venezolano. If a Puerto Rican like Ivan Rodriguez, a.k.a. Pudge, had a home run, Ariel Boricua. And I thought everybody loved it because I was bringing real representation. Yes. But then when my, my, my contract was up, they didn't renew me. And I was told that they, uh, the, the executive offices, the corner offices, the executives didn't feel comfortable watching me on the air. 
And then, um, so that's where my passion comes from of, of really finally, all these years later, um, being ultimately unapologetically Latino and Hispanic. Um, because after I left ESPN, everywhere I went, they told me, you know that stuff you used to do on ESPN, roll your R's and speak a little Spanish? You can't do that here. So my, my Latino voice was taken from me, I felt. My genuine voice, uh, who I, the, at essence, who I, who I am, an immigrant, yeah. a Latino, um, and you know, being a pioneer, really representing people because baseball players used to love me. I used to go into any clubhouse and I was the guy, I was the guy who represented them, who was truly yeah. Latino, right? Just yeah. like them. Yeah. Um, and so I felt like that voice was taking away from me. And then during the pandemic, I finally realized I'm done. I'm done making TV uh, the way uh, they currently make TV um, because at my last station, we had a lifestyle and entertainment show that I hosted and was a producer and we barely had any black or brown faces on there. So um, I made the decision of going out of my way and finding those black and brown stories. I said, you know what? I need the freedom to really do this full time because um, we deserve our own platform. You know, nobody's making TV for Latinos or black and brown people with a positive uplifting message that, that speaks to who we are, speaks to our multiculturalism. So I love interviewing businesses, business owners, CEOs, and, and, and yes, talking about their business, but then also unpacking their, their entire story and telling their multicultural story, um, telling, telling the, how, how them being multicultural is an asset and helps them provide a, a better product and then you know, talk about who they really are at an essence and what their mission statement is and, and, and talk about how fun it is being multicultural in, yeah. in America and anywhere in the world. Um, you know, the, the more we are, uh, uh, the more colors we bring, the brighter the rainbow, right? Oh my um, God. Can you, let me write that down. <laughs> I just came up with that. That's not you even a line came... that I say. I oh just, my God. Can you, can, you t- can you type it on the chat for me, please? <laughs> type it on the chat. What is it? The, the more the colors, the brighter the rainbow. Yeah. The more the color. Uh, the more yeah, the okay, colors, keep talking. The brighter the, the brighter the rainbow. And, and um, so I wanted to make something hot that's fun. That's not just multicultural, but that yeah. speaks to what we are because as Latinos in the U.S. and, and, and many, his, you know, American speaking Latinos, we ingest our media in English. You know, yeah. uh, most of my friends, everyone here in Miami, um, I'm a straight up immigrant. You know, I'm, I, I came from Venezuela, but I was raised here and I ingest my media for the most part in English. Um, and I nowhere could I find anywhere that made TV for someone like me. So I'm, I didn't just find the niche. I like to say I am the niche. Um, and then I think it, me being completely open about it, I've really bonded with, you know, the black anchors I've worked with because we open, we have an open dialogue about this, a really heart to heart, very genuine um, and carrying the dialogue that we have about our multiculturalism and the barriers we break down and the challenges we face every day as being, you know, people in front of the camera of, of color. Um, so I, I feel like I connect with, with any African-American any multicultural, you know, if you're if you're Pakistani American, Indian American, Muslim American, it doesn't matter. We all come from, we all experience uh, America in a different way, and that's through that that spectrum of multiculturalism because we're raised one way with a little sprinkle of our of our, of our own native culture or our, our parents' native culture, and then we're also raised uh, in the American way with uh, American culture. Um, and, and my dad, you know, was, was Venezuelan, but he, he, uh, he went to a military academy here in the United States and he taught me all about Americana and what Americana was all about, golden age of Hollywood. So I love the U.S. more than anything. And most immigrants do 
that I that I interact with, you know, we we cherish this country because we come from we come from you know really impoverished areas. We come from really true poverty and desperation, um, and we we appreciate what you know the United States has to offer. You're you're in Canada. I'm sure, yeah. you feel the same way yeah. about Canada, uh, having lived through what you lived um, in Africa. So it, it it's all about it's all about a positive place. Uh, to talk about multiculturalism, to uh, to have fun with it, uh, you know. And listen, I interview white people too, Gabby. I interviewed Elena Cardone, Grant Cardone's uh, oh, uh, wife, wife. But oh, wow. I said, you know, you know, because she's trying to reach women of of all color, right? So I told her, so is there anything you know that that you do to try to connect? I know, I know, she lives in Miami, so you know, you're living in Miami. She was, you actually, and she was kind of shy about it. You know, I've I've been taking Spanish for two years, so I got her to speak Spanish on the air. Oh. We had a big laugh about it and it was a lot of fun and we talk about and I give her credit for trying to you know connect with that multicultural aspect that that, that is part of, of Miami and the and the Latin culture down I didn't down know here that about her. That is incredible. Yeah. Well that's because you haven't watched the Sizzle TV episode with Elena Cardone. Yeah, I, to have to. I have to. <laughs> she, yeah, she, I have listen, to. I, I I will say that she says something really funny about about uh being uh wanting to be a, a uh, just given the status and check mark of a hot Latina. So watch it and we have a big laugh about it. It's, uh, okay, it's a lot. I will. I will definitely. Oh my God, my respect for her just grew. That's mm. incredible. Yeah. So have you ever been, besides of you losing your job because, you know, you, whatever experiences that you went through, have you ever like faced discrimination or bullying when you were in college or when you were in school? Well, um, not so much bullying, but you know, you get uh, it's discrimination nonetheless. Uh, my um, uh, one of my consultants in, at, at the University of Miami, um, you know, I was I went in there to ask for help, you know, because you know, being an immigrant, I, I couldn't afford it on my own, so I was writing grants and this and that. I was looking for advice, and they're like, "What's your dream?" I was like, "Well, I want to, you know, I I don't have I had very humble." Uh, dreams. I just, I just want to get an on-camera job somewhere and, and tell stories through the video medium. It's my passion. I love doing. Um, and he goes, but in, in Spanish, right? And I go, no, no, in, in English. Why? My English isn't good enough. Why? Well, you know, you know, you should really focus on the Spanish because you're very Hispanic. You have that Hispanic last name. You know, um, I would stick to the Spanish. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you get marginalized, you get placed, uh, you get yeah. told, hey, stay in your corner, stay in your place. Um, and from, to be honest with you, this still happens a lot um, because oh, yeah. I am so, I, I, on social media, I'm very Latino and I talk about being in the media. I got a lot of young uh, reporters, anchors reach out to me and advise, hey, this is happening to me. It's very similar to what I just described. This is happening to me at my station. You know, I'm being told that I'm not going to get the job because I'm too Latina. I'm too Latino. I'm too Hispanic, and I give them some advice, and I and 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 I I, I empower them, um, and I tell them be twice as good as anyone else on that station. Do your work, uh, put your nose to the grindstone, continue being amazing because I know you're amazing because you've reached a certain level. You you're on TV and you're Latino or Latina, so you've bro already broken some barriers. So I know that they have a passion and a desire. I say continue working that hard, and when your contract comes up. You're going to have a great resume tape and you'll find somewhere that really appreciates your multiculturalism. And a year or so later, I get notes. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your advice. It really helped. It carried me through the tough times. And I'm now I'm the main anchor at so-and-so station. So it makes me, makes me very happy to, 
to be able to give them a little bit of guidance and you know having lived it myself yeah. um and been and been a pioneer myself i know exactly what they're going through i can empathize yeah. and i can give them uh you know only the advice of what i did you know just nose to the grindstone keep working hard and you know women in tv have to even work twice as hard as the men because they have a double standard so can you imagine that you know you should know gabby you're you're a, you're a minority and you're a woman so it's it, you have to work even even harder yeah um, so uh, much respect to all the ladies out there who are crushing it and crushing the game um so i i try to take that in, into consideration as well and try to empower them as latinas not just a latino but as, as as females as well um so and then a, uh, a couple of times when i was getting interviewed uh, for espn you know they fly you up for the for the for the interview and everyone you're meeting everyone and everyone's you know oh Jimenez oh you must be uh you must be interviewing in Spanish for ESPN Deportes like no I'm interviewing and auditioning in English in English really and and I don't blame them for it because no one had ever done it right no mm -hmm. one had ever been Hispanic and 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 auditioned for ESPN in English so yeah. for them it was like a shock like what do you mean you got, wait in English like, yeah in English why do I is my accent too heavy? Am I not, you know, <laughs> am I not good looking enough? What, what's the deal? Do I look too Hispanic? And then they'd go, oh, 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 no, no. It's just, you know, everyone who comes in here with a Hispanic last name is for ESPN Deportes. I'm like, well, I am not. I am for regular ESPN. I'm auditioning for regular ESPN. And I got that a lot during the time while I was, uh, what, what, during, uh, I think you, you go, you're up there, they fly you up for three days back then. They would stay for three days and go through the interview process. And everyone and their mothers would interview you. But, uh, and, and I didn't, you know, I didn't feel bad about it. Um, it was just, that's just the way it was. And I understood, okay, I'm, I'm the first one. So, you know, yeah. things, and it's, in Spanish we say, me tocó, me tocó a mí, was my, you know, I, 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 it, it fell upon me uh, to break the barrier. So um, did it with a smile, did it with grace, uh, tried, to, tried to do it with style anyway and grace. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and that, this was pre-internet, pre-social media, so I can't, and, and, and people were still shredding me apart. Like, I, like, I would get, there was, there was talk groups of ESPN and people would crush me. Why, why is this guy speaking Spanish on TV? But my co-anchors loved it. So I felt that, that embrace. Yeah. Um, and, and so when, when ESPN, when you're doing a highlight and you're doing a two-anchor show, sometimes one highlight is one guy's, and then the other guy stays quiet. But even when it was other people's uh, uh, highlights, They'd say, Kirk, where's David Ortiz from? And I go, Dominicano. And then they'd continue their highlight. Yeah. So they would cue me up to do my shtick even during their highlights. Yeah. So um, they, they, they embraced it. They felt the love. And a lot, you know, I, I would get a lot of producers saying, do you, do you have to do that on the air? And I'm like, yeah, because that guy is Dominican. And I'm not only having fun about it. I'm not only, you know, representing him and, and his culture and his country, but I'm educating fans of his that maybe didn't even know that he was Dominican because he's really dark black guy, right? David Ortiz. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe they didn't even know he was Dominican. And here I am going Dominicano. They're like, oh, wait, that, that guy's not American? No, he's Dominican. Um, and uh, so you know, I, I would, I, I'd stick to my guns. I said, listen, I, I'm only doing it once a show, once a half hour. Is that fine? Mm -hmm. And then they, they couldn't say anything about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes, um, it goes uh, this uh, discrimination thing. So there was... Um, I remember one time uh, I worked like in these fancy offices and, you know, there are, there is a company 
who had hired cleaners, so they would come and clean the bathrooms uh, two, three times a day and all that. So there was an older lady, one of them. I always say good morning to them. How are you? Have a nice weekend. How was your weekend? This is typical me, right? So one day I walk in and one of my colleagues walks in and uh, they had the cleaning staff by the door. So this lady who is obviously Caucasian, she goes to the lady, she must be in her late fifties, the lady who is cleaning the lady's washroom and she goes to her, oh, when are you gonna finish? When can we come back? The same tone that I, you, you just hearing me, the same tone. And I was shocked, the lady was shocked. Oh, I can take it out, madam, if you want. She goes, no, I'll come back. Just tell me 10 minutes, 15 minutes. She, she, went, she went back to the office. I stood there shocked. The woman stared at me. I told her, Do, are you okay? Like, can I give you a hug? She was shocked that I actually said that. So I gave her a hug and I told her, sorry, uh, not everybody acts like that. And uh, anyway, went back to the office and I had a good chat with the lady. I told her, why did you have to speak to the lady like that? She goes to me, oh, she's just a cleaner. Oh, wow. And I said to her, just a cleaner. That cleaner is a lady. Obviously, you can see she's in her 50s. She's a wife. She's a mother, probably a grandmother. How would you like if anybody treated your own mom like that? She was shocked. She goes, I didn't, I never thought about it that way. I told her, well, you better do that. So every time that woman sees me, her face would be sad, believe it or not. Whenever she sees me, immediately she lights up. She goes to me, you know, you always make me happy when I see you. I give her a hug every time I see her. Like, you know, I'm getting emotional now because these people, they're working to help their families and this is how they get treated. And I have seen it a ton of times. And trust me, I don't keep quiet. I don't. Good. That's good. You're a yeah. warrior. Yeah, That's oh my amazing. God. I'm, I'm just getting emotional. I'm just thinking about it right now. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, this woman came into this country for a better life She's doing this work. And the, the last thing she needs is this verbal abuse or emotional abuse. You know what I mean? At least you should yeah. say, thank you. When can I come back? Oh, that's okay. Is it 10 minutes? Can I come back after 10 minutes? Nicely. So I don't think she ever acted that way. I gave her a good lesson when I went good. back to the I'm office. Glad. I'm, I'm glad. And you continue doing that. Yeah, I that's know. That's amazing. I I'm this. I'm. I'm the same way. You don't need to teach. You don't need to talk to somebody like that. They're, exactly. You know, they're they're human beings too. And you know, I I have, I have you know aunts, cousins, uncles who are in America doing those jobs, yeah. um, because they're immigrants and they're first generation, um, and and they come here, like you said, to to elevate their families and their children, yeah. and hopefully their children get opportunities that that they never did. Look at me. You know, my my dad couldn't believe that I made it to an ESPN anchor position. Yeah. before I was 30. Um, may he rest in peace. He's, he's long, long gone now. Um, but I think he'd be proud of the fact that I'm pioneering yet again on Sizzle TV. Um, that's Sizzle with an X, as you see right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Roku for free on Roku and I was on fire. But um, it, you know, it's, it's something that you have a fire inside of you. It's, it's who we are. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a passion that we have. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it brings us joy, right? So to me, I, I, I find joy in telling these stories 
um, and shining a light on, on people who sometimes maybe would have gotten ignored yeah. um, and, and then representing them in the right way. Um, and I have fun speaking Spanglish openly now on, on without, without the fear of not of my contract getting renewed because I know the CEO. <laughs> I know who the CEO is right now. I know it. Oh my God, I love it. I know it. the founder and the CEO so I could, I could speak as much Spanish as I want. And I've, yeah. done some, I've done some segments completely in Spanish because the subject matter, I was interviewing someone who, who was Venezuelan and is Venezuelan, um, an amazing uh, lady who makes gourmet teas custom-made gourmet teas in Venezuela. Um, and then I also interviewed people in Puerto Rico, Boricuas, uh, and, and that was completely in Spanglish because everyone there is Spanglish, like it's English and Spanish all at the same time. I call it like Miami South. Um, <laughs> so I had a lot of fun doing that one as well. They, they make, uh, there's this place called Pecas in Puerto Rico in San Juan. And it's these two beautiful women um, and they make na nice and naughty ice cream. So the nice ice cream doesn't have alcohol. The naughty ice cream, yeah. Spiked. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, I love it. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, I so love. It. I, I love telling those stories, and um, yeah. I have a lot of fun doing them. And and if if you want to be on, um, and if you have a, uh, you know, I I I, I say I'm, I'm reimagining the way marketing and branding are done in the streaming economy. Um, and my strength is marketing and branding, and helping you become the author in your field. Um, so if you want some marketing and branding, email me, Kirk, K-I-R-K, at sizzle.tv. .tv, yeah. And then I'll be posting all your information on both uh, platforms. So, oh, my God, I really want to have you come back another day. Let me know. Shoot yeah. me a, a DM. Yeah, I will. It all, happen, I, it all goes down in the DM. Between I know. <laughs> I know. Eh? I know. Oh, my God. Before we get to the last words, your advice to people. I like to ask two questions to all my guests. If you had to visit three countries before you die, what countries would they be? Three countries before I died. Um, all right, being a sports guy and a huge tennis guy, <clears throat> I got to go to England because I got to go to Wimbledon. Um, one of my very first sports memories was watching Wimbledon on okay. TV with my dad. And that is on my bucket list, bucket list Wimbledon. Um, I'm going to leave the most important for last. Okay. Um, I'd love to go to Tahiti because I'm desperately, madly in love with a, a Boricua uh, that I met in, in Puerto Rico. Okay. Um, we're engaged, so that be that would be a dream for us uh, to go okay. to to go to Tahiti okay. or or Fiji. Okay. And then lastly, Venezuela. Um, I'd love to go to a free Venezuela that's back to um, that's coined back from socialism and communism, um, and is once again free and open. Um, to travel to, uh, for its people to be free, for its people to have economic freedom, social freedoms, um, and social justice. Um, and and again, that last one left left uh, the most important for for last because it, it, I haven't been to Venezuela in, tw in twelve years because of the political strife and economic strife down there. And I'd love to take my son and see him where Papi is from. He calls me Papi. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a huge desire and dream that I have deep in my heart, part of who I am. And I'd love to share that with my son. And I'd love to, to have my, my family that's still down there um, liberated. Yeah, absolutely. That mm -hmm. is absolutely beautiful. Oh, my God. You just gave me goosebumps. The last one, incredible. Um, fingers crossed. Who knows, right? We have to keep trying. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that. If you have one dream, 
that you haven't accomplished yet, but you would love to accomplish before you die? What would it be? My son speaks fluent Spanish. <laughs> I always say, before I die, <laughs> that young man, he's 10 years old, will be fluent in Spanish. I work with him every day. Um, uh, and, and I want him to really understand what it is to be multicultural, how important it is to be Latino, um, how, how I'm, and we're trying to teach him, you know, that, that warmth, that, that, that el calor Latino, we have this mm -hmm. Spanish warmth that we like, we're, we're proud of. So that's my, you know, as a father, um, and as a man and as a person, that's the first thing in my heart. That's the first most important thing is, is for my son to understand who he is, to understand his people. Um, and to grow up multicultural, to grow up bilingual, um, and and being truly, truly, truly Hispanic. Oh my God! You gave me another goosebump, and he will because you are his role model. What you're doing right now, he's watching what his dad is doing. What do you think he's gonna do? He's gonna follow his dad's footsteps. Well, let's hope. Listen, it took me a year to get him to eat the black beans and rice and red beans and rice. <laughs> But now he loves it. Now it's his favorite thing. And it's, I'm so proud of that. Uh, I go, what's um, your favorite food? He goes, arroz con habichuela or, or arroz con frijoles. I'm like, yes. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Oh, is that a traditional dish? Uh, for for in, in, in Venezuela, we call uh -huh. them caraotas, which is the black beans. And in okay. Puerto Rico, my fiance is from Puerto Rico. They call it habichuelas, which are red beans. They love the red beans. And my son loves those red beans. And, and they're he very healthy for too. you too, right? Oh, they're they're very healthy, iron. yeah. The iron yeah. fiber, the iron everything. Yeah. yeah, we eat, we we have them, but we the way we cook it is different than you guys. But yeah, we do eat a lot yeah. of red beans, beans in general, it's, anyway. Yeah, yeah, beans in general are best. And listen, I always have a funny saying. You know, in America, there's an old timey saying. It's like, oh, um, I'm all over that, like peanut butter on jelly. Well, mm -hmm. I say, and listen, don't steal it from me because I haven't trademarked <laughs> this. Anybody who's listening. <laughs> I say I'm all over it like black beans on rice or red beans on rice. Don't worry about it. Like Gabby, if Gabby, if you tell me, listen, Kirk, I need you to do such and such. I want you to interview me. I'll go, Gabby, I'm all over it like black beans on rice. Don't you worry. And here in Miami, everybody laughs at it. They love it, you know, because it's it's like an American saying, but yeah. you know, flipped on its head and turned into a Latino with with a with a with a with a rice and, and beans reference. I would love to try that. I don't think we have, I have been to one in Canada, like a Venezuelan restaurant or some, there is Mexican Listen, a lot. It, 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 it's, uh, Venezuelans were, were right on the Caribbean. We're part of South America, but we border the Caribbean. So we have, we're very influenced with the Caribbean. So if, if you can't find a Venezuelan, go to a Puerto Rican or a Cuban restaurant, very similar. Okay, Cuban restaurant, but we have a lot Cuban, of Mexican. Cuban, Cuban restaurants are Mexican. Yeah, Mexican, Mexican is not Caribbean at all. The, the, no. Their food is completely different than the Caribbean style uh, Latinos uh, that that uh, that we serve up uh, more uh, more uh, garlic, a lot of beans, yeah. either black or red, um, yeah. a lot of sofrito, which is a mixture of garlic, onions, um, sauteed in, in olive oil. Um, and all the uh, healthy and, stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how we cook it. Listen, when we cook, we, you know, when we cook, we, we walk out of the house smelling like garlic. Okay. I know. <laughs> but I, hey, Yeah. But you know, like if I have a recipe that says two cloves of garlic, I put five. Oh, five. Yeah. You don't double it up. No, I, I do more. Because it just is it healthy for you. It's like, you know, it's anti-cancer we know now. And so is oh, yeah. onion. And so mm -hmm. is onion. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so 
So no, I love it, helps, it. It helps to boost uh, the immune system too. It the, does. Uh, oh yeah, you bet. Yeah, garlic actually can also fight infection. Yeah, fights um, infections. Yeah, fights yeah. infections. So people yeah. actually they cut them in small pieces and take them as tablets. Oh, look at that! It uh, yeah, it lowers high blood pressure. If you take garlic, you don't Listen, need to take it, it, any high blood pressure medication. Yeah, it fights vampires. It does it all. It's amazing. Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> you believe in that? Are there real no. vampires? No, no, it's no, just no, a, it's joke. a joke. It's okay, a joke. It's okay, a joke. yeah. It's it's part of the myth, you know. You how do you how do you fight a vampire? Garlic. Yeah, they heart. put. It's I have seen like people they the tie they tie it and hang it somewhere at the entrance of the door. Apparently, it prevents uh, evil eye evil or something eye. like go. that. Yeah, they and they the vampires do that. and the vampires. <laughs> oh my God, you're so much fun and such an inspiring young man. Mm. Oh my God, God I'm bless not you that for young. what how, you do. How young do you? Th- I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested well, to see how young to you me, think you I... are young, like, oh, like true, yeah, true. About, yeah, 28, 29, 30. I'm, 40, I'm 40, 48, 48 years old. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going knocking on 50. Hi, 50. I'm coming for you. Are you serious Here. right now? Yeah, I'm 48. Yeah. I make 48 look good, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, I was going to say 32 or something. I'm 48, 48. Oh wow! Don't, don't feel don't feel those forty eight yet. Don't feel them yet. Yeah, no, no, no. But then you're eating healthy. You're positive. It helps a lot, yes. right? It does. I, help I always a lot. tell people if you start connecting to joy. I've been to a lot of masterminds recently, yeah. and I see people who yes, they're successful. Yes, they're wealthy. They're unhappy. Unhappy. They're not connecting to joy. No matter what situation you're in, um, you know. And I've been at jobs. I, I worked my way through college as an insurance adjuster. I've climbed 10 roofs a day inspecting roofs. So I've been in the grind. I understand what it is not doing what you love. Um, but try try to find a way to connect to joy a little bit every day. During those times where I was working that job and I wasn't doing, doing what I loved, I connected to joy by listening to the radio going from one stage, one, one inspection to the next, from one roof inspection to the next, really enjoying the music really enjoying the sunlight when I got out, you know, taking a, taking a second and just looking at the view when I was on a three-story roof or something like that. And then, and, and appreciating the beauty of some of these multi-million dollar homes I was inspecting that were damaged by hurricanes or whatnot. Yeah. Like, wow, what a beautiful home. These people are truly blessed. I hope they're happy. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's connecting to joy. And, and, and as children, we connect to joy very rapidly. We run, we're happy. Yeah. We get a new toy, we're happy. Yeah. You know, something we like to eat, a uh, sweet, an ice cream, joy. And as we get older, I feel it, it, it gets harder if, if you can fall out of practice. So I try, thank my, thankfully, I have my son and my stepdaughter. They really, you know, help me stay connected to my inner child. Not granted, I didn't need that much help because I'm a big kid. But the, the more you are closer to that inner child, the more you connect to joy on a daily basis the happier person you're going to be. And listen, it's like exercising any muscle. But the, the human mind, as humans, we tend to be negative. So yeah. you have to practice being positive. You have to practice connecting to joy. Um, you, have to have, you have to practice finding time for yourself. I tell a lot of Black men and, and Latino men this because you know they see me as this positive person. They see me with my son and I'm talking to my son. I'm giving him life lessons at everywhere I go. And they pull me aside and, and they feel open enough. Strangers, listen, man. How do you do it? And I tell them, I had a breaking point too. I had a meltdown. And I learned this much. You have to take care of yourself first. If you're not okay, 
your family is not going to be okay. Absolutely. You have to be okay first. Take care of you first. Make sure you're okay. You're mental wellness. And as soon as I, and, and forgive yourself for the mistakes that you have made, no one's perfect. No father's perfect. No mother's perfect. So once you combine all that, you forgive yourself, really forgive yourself. Um, and I had to go through a spiritual awakening um, to, to do all of this. I really forgave myself. You know, divorce isn't easy. And I, I really forgave myself about everything that led up to that. Um, and I started connecting to joy more. And I started being more present for my son and my stepdaughter and even my now fiance. And I found myself that there was more time, there was more energy for everything. Yeah. There were more smiles to be had. Um, and and it all, all of this awakening led me to create Sizzle TV. It was an epiphany. I woke up in the middle of the night one night. Um, and that's what led to it. Um, so I really tell people that take care, start taking care of yourself. If you may, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, if you're listening to this or watching this, and you're feeling overwhelmed. I know I was. And like, even looking for help and, and maybe maybe speaking to a professional it seemed overwhelming to me. But my fiance made me take that first step and thank God she did. Because, you know, as a strong Latino or black man, you, know, you don't need help. You're supposed to be tough. Yeah. It oh. was the biggest thing that, that, that I could have done was taking that first step. Just take that first step and start looking for someone to help you. Start looking for a professional. Start looking for someone who can talk to. And I, you know, I, I went into it with a very bad attitude. I don't want to do this. I can't believe I got to go every week. This is such BS. Come on, man. You know, I, I you know, I've taken my lumps. I've done, I, I've taken my hits and I get up every time. Well, you're going to reach a point where you can't, you know, you don't want to get up, you know, or, or, or it's going to be too much. You're going to feel overwhelmed when you, when you're at that point, it, it's, it's, that's where you started. You need to start reaching out and finding a professional help, start talking to somebody. And that first step, just stick with the process. Few months in, I was lucky enough. It only took a few months. I had an epiphany, uh, eye-opening epiphany, and I told my my um, counselor, "I was like, listen, I don't think I need to come anymore." I had an epiphany. I had a broken barrier. I, you know, had I broken the barrier of, of of everything that was going. I got to the root of of my issue, and since that day, uh, I've been back to that younger Kirk who connects to joy, who's happy who's positive, who's always there to be uplifting people and elevating everyone. Um, and, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. So uh, before we get to, before we close for one, people who have anger issues, what do you advise them? I personally go out for a walk. Yeah. Because some people are angry. They lash oh, out. Anger, yeah. anger issues. Anger yes, issues. Yes, yes. And listen, I was I, I was starting to feel angry towards the world, snapping at my son, um, and and not being patient. Um, it's it's taking it's breathing. Breathing it helps so much. Yeah. Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed, or if you're I feeling will, anxious, if you're it. feeling angry, right? It's just breathing through that anger. Recognize that you're being that you're feeling angry. That you're being, uh, you know, maybe a little irrational. But it's okay because those are your emotions. Um, accept those emotions and then breathe and let them go. Um, I, I, I started going to some uh, Buddhist temple through my spiritual, spiritual awakening. And, and that was the number one thing that I took away from that was we all, we're all going through something, right? We're all going through SH, I, blank, blank. Um, and <laughs> we're all going through stuff. 
And the important thing is to, to get past it. To yes, recognize you're feeling this way. Recognize you're having this problem. But un, uh, with the realization that everything is temporary. We're all on this planet for a heartbeat. It's, I mean, it, you're in a blink of an eye. Your life is over. You're 80 and you're looking back on your life, right? So it, it's with that realization that all, all bad things, you know, all this too shall pass. Um, and, and good times will be had again. But own that pain. Own that anger. And breathe through it. Breathing and, and mental wellness and meditation help so much. And, and, you know, I don't meditate too much. But when I do yoga, I always end with a couple of breaths of meditation, five minutes of meditation. Um, and it really grounds me and centers me. Um, and, and gets me ready for the day. And to be honest with you, I'm talking to you now about that and having built Sizzle TV and being, and being um, you know, the CEO, the founder, the host, um, it, 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 it's been draining on me the last few weeks and I, I lost touch with that, lost touch with the, with the yoga that I had as, um, as a bi-weekly ritual and, and then ending that yoga with some meditation. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an effort this week, um, and and that's human nature, right? We all fall off the wagon. We all fall off the wheel. What did I say? What's the number one thing? Forgive yourself. Yeah. Um. Don't be too hard on yourself. Um, life is too short, and yeah. and life should be sweet. We're and, and in that Buddhism, I, I I learned we're on this planet to be happy, right? We're supposed to be happy. Yes. Stuff is gonna happen that that's gonna break that happiness, but realize. That you can be happy, and even even moments of, of difficultness and uh, or difficulty and and strife and, yeah. and economic strife and personal strife and health issues, and you can always choose to put on rosy colored glasses and be positive yeah. and attack it with attack it with with fervor, a smile in your heart, smile in your in, on your face, um, and with grace. Yeah, right. beautifully said. Yeah, for me, like I like to go out. Like if it, I'm in the workplace and somebody really got in my nerve, I would just go outside, go like two blocks for a walk, deep breathing. In those two blocks, I come back in a different person. One thing I learned from my go. mom is people a slap in the face could be you could get upset if somebody slaps you in the face for a month, for three months, for six months, it can easily be forgotten. But Harsh words will never be forgotten. That's the lesson I learned from my mom. So before you say anything stupid to anybody that upsets you that you will regret, just go out, go for a walk and or whatever Kirk said. Um, and, and yeah, that walk breathe. helps because sunlight helps as well. Sunlight, uh, vitamin D really helps with your, with your uh, mindset. mindset um, and here's yeah. something else that, that helps me as well is uh, you know, we're, we all mis make mistakes, like I said. So if yeah, you make a do. mistake with some with someone else and they're not forgiving or understanding, yeah. it speaks more about what they're going through, right? A lot of times people react to what you do with a baggage that they're carrying. It has nothing to do with Whoa, you. that is zero. wisdom. You nailed zero. it. It has zero to do with what you are, who you are as a person. If you make a mistake and you really say, oh, wow, that's really my apologies. That's that's really on me, and and they're still in your face and still being angry. They're carrying a lot more on their backpack, right? Their stress mm -hmm. backpack, yeah. Than than you may realize, or maybe that's just the kind of person they are. 
but you shouldn't let it affect you, who you are, who you are as a person, okay. um, how you react. Um, and in fact, it's like a shield. I use that as a shield, right? Because I try to be as, as nice and, and great and, and, and polite and positive with everyone I know. And if they don't receive that, I let it go. I say, listen, that's their issue. If that's they don't want to receive the light, if they don't want to be, you know, they're not on that vibe, if they're not resonating on the same wavelength as I am, they're dealing with things. Or maybe that's just their issue. And yeah. I'm not going to let that, you know, get past my shield. Exactly. Absolutely. Fantastic. Oh, my God, you're incredible. Okay, what's your last word for, for our listeners? Joy. Do something today that's going to connect you with joy. You're going to be a happier person along the way. You're going to be a happier person today. Connect with joy. It doesn't have to be through Sizzle TV with anything that you want to do uh, and do it. You know, life is, life is just too short. Yeah. Uh, connect with, connect with joy and, and it'll help you be a happier person. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say you're going to be happy, right? Because happy is, a, you know, we're, we're, we're made on this earth to be happy, but happiness is fleeting. It comes and goes, but you can yeah. be a happier person. Yeah. with who you are, what you're doing. And, and it makes you a better father, mother, you know, grandmother, sister, niece. It's, gonna, it's just going to improve every aspect of your life. Absolutely. Connect with Joy and then connect with Kirk at sizzletv.com. Did I say it right? Actually, it's, it, it, our, our website is sizzle.tv. X-I-Z-Z, oh, yeah. sizzle.tv, not dot .com, yeah. guys. Okay, so connect with Kirk at sizzle TV. No, at sizzle.tv. Yeah, it's not a dot .com. <laughs> I, know, I thought that would a, be cool, but it, it throws people for no, a No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe absolutely. I made a mistake making it a dot yeah. .tv, but I thought okay. it'd be cool. Oh, it's sizzle TV, and it's all you got to do is put a dot between the sizzle and the TV. And you got yeah. the website. Yeah. But you can so, also email email me if you want to be interviewed. K-I-R-K at sizzle.tv. Okay. And then I'll be posting it anyway. Thank you so much. It's been a blessing having you. Um, I listen, got I, a I, lot of can, golden you, nuggets. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I get, listen, the young guy gave you nuggets? Hey, yeah. hey that's something. A that's lot something. of listen, golden you, nuggets. Yeah. I, I'm just really, I, I feel like I'm connected to a different wavelength now. Um, and I'm vibrating at a real positive high wavelength. Um, and I think people are picking up on that. And, and I, I try to make TV the same way. I'm also on social media, Kirk Jimenez, K-I-R-K-G-I-M-E-N-E-Z. Verify it across all accounts. So uh, Kirk with this face yeah. and a blue check mark. Look for me. <laughs> yes, that is true. So yeah, you did. You did. I wrote like this quote is going to be yours. Watch, I will, I'm going to post it. And you then like the color made, one, right? Right. Yeah, quote, I quote, love quote, it. Quote, yeah, I love, and a lot of other wisdom yeah. I got from you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you, everybody, for watching or for listening. I'll be posting all his bio, his social media links, his uh, website, and everything else. Please do connect with him. Until the next episode, stay blessed. Thank you so much. Mm-mm.